0: It's about uh, 50 degrees. It's uh, Thursday, uh, November 12th. This is our 34th Walk and Talk. So this is number 34, and we're going to go back some 2,800 years ago. 2,800 years ago to, to someone who believed in God. His name was Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 to 9. We could title uh, this walk and talk, Perfect, Perfect, Perfect. If you're familiar with the Bible, uh, that's a great way to describe God. Isaiah, uh, the prophet, said, Holy, Holy, Holy. I want to encourage you to take your Bibles if you have it, or just listen. Here's Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 to 9. In the year of King Uzziah's death, that's about 2,800 years ago, Uzziah was the king of Judah. He started out doing some good things, but ended up self-destructing. Major narcissistic pride problem in the year of King Uzziah's death Isaiah says I saw the Lord sitting on a throne that would be God sitting on the throne lofty and exalted with the train with the train of his robe filling the temple verse 2 says seraphim angels guard angels angels were standing above him, each having six wings, with two wings each covered his face, and with two each covered his feet, and with two each flew. And one called out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of armies. The whole earth is full of his glory." And the foundations of the thresholds trembled at the voice of him who called out while the temple was filling with smoke. Then I said, Isaiah, seeing this image of God, Isaiah said, Woe to me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken away from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, "'Behold, this has touched your lips.' and your guilt is taken away, and atonement is made for your sin. And then the eighth verse says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Then he said, Go and tell this to the people you keep on listening but do not understand you keep on looking but do not gain knowledge you have in this nine verses from Isaiah 6 1 to 9 a description of Israel Judah some 2800 years ago Isaiah loves God but says he's unclean Isaiah sees God and says Isaiah recognize he has a sin problem it's rather interesting and then God says to Isaiah Isaiah tell everyone that they have a sin problem I'm going to pause for a moment because I've got a FedEx truck up here that's sounds like diesel and it sounds like it's falling apart. So if you're gonna hear it as we get closer, so just uh, bear with me. It's uh, around ten fifteen. Normally I do my walk and talks around six o'clock 7 o'clock in the morning, but this morning it was like in the mid-40s. It was freezing, so I thought, I'll wait till it warms up. So now that I'm out walking in the sun, I need to wear a hat because of skin cancer. So Isaiah gets this vision of God and recognizes that when he sees God and hears the angels saying, Holy, 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 Isaiah... Is, is basically being able to see crystal clear how sinful Isaiah is. Now remember, Isaiah is, is a man of God. He loves God. But when you stand in the presence of God, you see real quick how unholy you are. So I want to just encourage you to pause for a moment and say those three words. Holy, holy, holy. You could say it like this, perfect, perfect, perfect. We really don't see anything man-made that is perfect. But what Isaiah says, he saw God. And the angels announced to him the holiness of God the perfection of God. You see, when you stand in the presence of God, you can't hide any of your weaknesses, any of your sinful behavior, any sinful thoughts, any bad attitudes, because you stand, you stand from a judicial point of view, a behavioral point of view, from a sin point of view, you stand totally naked before God. Isaiah is in the presence of God and is so overwhelmed by the holiness of God, the righteousness of God, the perfection of God. He says, I'm unclean. And then God says, okay, now that you've repented, Here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell people, tell the country, tell the world that they listen to God, but they don't understand. They keep on looking, but they don't gain knowledge. That's the last verse, Isaiah 6:9. Isaiah 6:8 says, "Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send?" and who will go for us. Then I said, here am I, send me. And he said, go and tell this people. You keep on listening, but you don't understand. You keep on looking, but you don't gain knowledge. God is telling Isaiah, Isaiah, you're, you're unclean. You're a prophet, you're, you're a teacher. You're unclean. And Isaiah gets it, he admits it, he repents. And then God says, tell everybody else they're unclean. So I'm graciously saying to you, when you say those three words, holy, 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 humble yourself. Recognize how unclean you are. Roger, recognize how sinful you are. Remember the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Remember, you can't get into heaven unless Jesus forgives you. You can't get forgiveness unless God forgives you. Every day we have this sin nature. Isaiah faced it when he encountered the holiness of God. Sometimes in my life I... Sometimes in my life I think about a long list of sins that I've committed. I can look back last week and, and I can quickly recall impatience, insensitivity. I can recall unholy thoughts, an attitude that is not honoring to God. We have to stop every day and realize we're not perfect. God is. And God sends Jesus to, to confront us graciously, compassionately about our sinfulness. Isaiah did this 2,800 years ago. And guess what? It helped for a little bit. And the people would listen, the people of Israel but then they would fall right back into their sinful patterns. Can I ask you, are you recycling sinful patterns? The first step of breaking a sin pattern is to stand in the presence of God and say, holy, 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 I'm not, you are. It's to recognize God is God it is to recognize every human being, including Isaiah, including me, including you, you have to repent. Repentance is not something that we do very well, generally speaking. So would you just take a moment and say those three words again, holy, 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 and then use that to measure, to evaluate, to judge yourself. Are you holy? Where are you compromising? Where are you coming up short? Now, some people will quickly say this is this is guilt. This is shaming people. Don't do that. I'm just gently saying to you we don't have it together. God does. He's perfect. He's holy. I'm not. And there will never be a day on earth when I have it together or you have it together. And every day we've got to come into the throne room of God, into the presence of God. And we've got to learn from Isaiah that God is perfect. We're not. We have to let God touch us with those hot burning coals symbolically you have to let the spirit in and work on you I have to do the same thing woe to me Isaiah says for I am ruined because I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the king the lord of armies that's Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5. Woe to me, I'm ruined. I live among people of unclean lips. You remember Jesus, the story of, of the woman caught in adultery and everybody wanted to pick up rocks and throw at her and Jesus said, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Jesus knows us. He knows you, he knows me, and the amazing thing is his grace, it's his mercy, it's his love. Nobody's going to love you better than the perfect love of God. You have to contrast the holiness of God and your unholiness. You have to contrast the forgiveness of God by the work of Jesus and receive that forgiveness. Isaiah was an amazing individual from the standpoint that he was willing to just simply stand up and speak the truth. Lots of people are not willing to do that. He spoke the truth to himself. He called himself out. He spoke the truth to King Uzziah. He spoke the truth to the people around him. But he wasn't a hypocrite. He acknowledged his own sinfulness. When was the last time you had a good, honest confession? Repentance. You you looked at yourself in the mirror and just had a good, honest talk with God. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's, that's how holy God is. But you gotta do it. In America, the, the sins of the world continue to destroy relationships. Our sin destroys the relationship with God and it destroys relationships with each other. Understand how lofty and exalted God is. Understand the power, the majesty, the perfection of God. I can't grab it 100%. I don't claim to. But just picture all the imagery. Holy, holy is the Lord of armies. The whole earth is full of his glory. God is the creator of it all that's amazing but isn't it interesting how we go and create things to try to steal his glory we create things man-made things and it just takes all the time makes us busy it diverts our attention the Bible calls it idolatry It robs us of the time to worship God in spirit and truth. All the things around us that we create and we don't have time for a holy God. Say it again. Holy, holy, holy. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I am not. You are not. Isaiah was not. Jesus Christ as God is perfect, he's holy. Take your life and always remember the holiness of God, that which agrees with God, and the sinfulness of man, because man is always trying to disagree with God, and admit it when you're disagreeing with God. Confess it. You see, by just simply acknowledging I'm not holy brings you into a better relationship with a holy God. And remember how much you need Jesus to have that great relationship with God. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through Jesus. Make sure that you are adjusting, how you see life first you must see life vertically through a holy 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 God and then you must understand that how you love other people is built around the holiness of God so when the Bible says Roger honor one another encourage one another speak the truth and love to one another when the Bible says, help one another. God is doing all of this to you. He made you in his image. To God, you're priceless. He sends his son to be crucified for you. It's amazing how the holiness of God and the love of God, this grace and mercy all works out To your benefit, even though you're unclean, even though I'm unclean, even though I'm a sinner, God loves people who will repent. He loves people who are humble. Take the time to be honest. Take the time to recognize the holiness of God. Take the time to constantly back up and say, God, you're holy, I'm not. People aren't listening around me, but I wanna listen. The world may not be listening to you, but I will. God is looking, as I shared last Sunday, for a blind beggar who will be a star witness. You don't have to have a great education. The blind beggar probably did not. You don't have to have have a lot of money. The blind beggar was a beggar. He didn't have much money. But you can stand and say, Holy, holy, holy. I believe in Jesus Christ who did not sin. Even though other people want to just ignore Jesus, don't ignore him. Move throughout your day, identifying the values, those things that are important to Jesus, things like compassion, mercy, truth, truth spoken in love, worship, service, worship in community, service in community. Identify those values like honesty, gracious transparency, humble transparency. Remem- remember King Uzziah, You remember how his life ended? He was full of narcissism, full of pride, and he had leprosy. It's amazing. We're, we're not going to mock God and get away with it. We may not like the the fact that God is holy and we're not. We may chafe at it. We may be mean-spirited about it. We may not agree. We may be atheistic about God, but he's not gonna be mocked. Humbly bow every day, be gracious, be gentle, advance the values of Jesus. When you fail, just be honest, repent. Even though people around you are turning their back on God, even though they don't understand, even they don't—they turn from the knowledge of God. You hold firm. You stand respectfully. We want to encourage you to keep your arms around God. Uh, be careful which ideas on social media you follow. Be careful. Uh, when you get into a negative mindset, that attitude that can just undermine the joy of God. Isaiah understands he has to start every day with God. Isaiah understands that every hour of every day, he has to remind himself that God is holy, holy, holy. We encourage you uh, to take these walk and talks and would you graciously just share them with others this uh, coming Saturday you can join us at 10 o'clock for our intersect online worship we also on Saturday have a men's breakfast at church at 7:50. all men are invited with masks and social distancing will be used You can wear a mask if you choose, you can choose not to. We will have chairs all spread out for social distancing. We'll encourage it. Uh, Sunday at 9.30 online, 11 o'clock online or in person. Uh, This coming Sunday, we have another section on the blind man. So we would look forward to that, Sunday night, 6 o'clock, online or in person. Hope you have a great day. Uh, Enjoy the forgiveness of God. Let the holiness of God fill you. And remember, Jesus died for you. Blessings on you.